Welcome to Black Women's World Podcast, the BWWP. Well, hello, everybody. I am Tracy Mack, your professional peacemaker and host of Black Women's World Podcast. That's the BWWP, baby. Listen, I am so grateful because I love to give you VIP access into the lives of some amazing Black women. And I lovingly and affectionately call them Sister Nistas. Sister Nistas, because Sister Nistas are Black women who know who they are. And they know they are enough, whatever that is. And a Sister Nista is also a Black woman who screams. And I don't mean screams from pain, fear, adversity, but a Black woman who screams because screams is the, uh, scream is the acrostic I like to use here. A Black woman, a sister Nista embodies strength, class, royalty, excellence, authenticity, and moxie. You see what I mean? By she knows who she is. I was just interviewing uh, a guest for an upcoming episode of the BWWP. And then I was interviewed by an entity that wanted to talk about Black women and spirituality and business. And I was like, okay, that's right down my alley. And as they interviewed me, um, one of the questions caused me to reminisce about when I first uh, came, came from Japan uh, back to the United States uh, for my coaching. I wanted to be a coach. I didn't have, I didn't have the clientele to just jump right into full-time coaching. I had to get a, a nine to five to help support uh, my income or the income we were used to. But I remember when I first came back uh, and I was looking at a whole lot was going on in my life, but as a professional uh, coach and a certified coach, I was looking for other coaches to connect with. I wanted to connect with people and everywhere I turned, it seemed like the, the a lack mentality was in place because it was like, no, nah, don't come over here, should, because it ain't enough for all of us. And I was like, Lord, I just want to connect with somebody on a professional level somebody who can talk this coaching thing and consulting and 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 I hadn't got become an author yet but I was I was uh, keynote speaking and I just wanted to be in the community with those kind of people but seemed like everywhere I turned that scarcity mentality was rejecting the sister like a mug you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I was like you know I'd been used to diverse audiences and groups of people so it wasn't no no shade or or, or nothing for me to go to another uh, audience. I wanted to go where my message could be heard because I knew my message didn't have a color on it. So I began to connect with people and most of them did not look like me. And so one of the major at that time, one of the major uh, speaking engagements, it was the first large speaking engagement I've been asked to keynote was with a group of people that didn't look like me. But like I said, my, the core of my message knows no color. Uh, sad to say people do. But I wanted to go where I know people were ready for it and would be, you know, open to listen and hear and receive and implement. So one of my colleagues invited me to come uh, to uh, um, put an application because you had to be vetted uh, to speak at this particular conference. And so I put an application reluctantly, but yet I was, I had the passion, you know, I just had this burning desire, you know, to talk about what I knew was helpful to people about purpose and about empowerment and about peace, because, you know, I believe the answer to world peace is individual peace. And I say it all the time, but God knows in the core of who I am, I believe that, you know, and so I was reminded of this experience I had. 
and, and I want to tell you a story. Um, I'm going to be like Bernie Mac. I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> one, one time, uh, I was invited uh, to this particular conference. And uh, my colleague was so geek that I, my application was not only accepted, but it was accepted for me to keynote. And um, he said, Tracy, you know, I, I'm so glad they finally getting a black woman because we need more black people and, and black women in this space. And I agree with him, you know, especially coming from a white dude. I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> but we drove together. Should I say he drove and I rode with him and he dropped me off at the front door to go park as any gentleman should. And so I walked in through the doors and went into the lobby and there was the registration table. You know, the registration table where you have the long nine foot tables uh, sitting, you know, nestled together and they've got the conference information and certain speakers have their materials and books and, you know, pamphlets at the time. A lot, it's digital now, so you don't get a whole lot of that, but you've got tables and people's banners are up. And I was like, wow, I don't have a book yet, but I'm gonna have a book one day, you know, and, uh, but I go to the table with, you know, this childlike excitement, you know, plus I'm keynoting, you know, and I get to the table and there are two ladies sitting there. And um, they both look up at me and they look back down. They looked up at me, back down. And they looked at each other and back down. And I didn't say anything because I know good and well they saw me. And then in walks my colleague behind me. and He approaches the table. And they look right up at him. Sir, can we help you? He said, yes, I'm here for Empowered by Purpose. Um, registered. And he gave his name. And they looked through the many different name tags on the table. And they gave him his name tag. And he put it on. You know, he put it on. And he looked down at me because he's much taller. He looked down at me. He said, did you get yours? And I just shook my head no. And he started to say something. And I motioned for him not to say anything. And so I said, excuse me. Because they act like, you know, they couldn't see me. You know, I felt like, my dear, can you see me? <laughs> No, I got my eyes closed. Can you see me? And so she said, your event is upstairs. And I'm thinking, my event? And so I'm like, okay, I thought I was with the Empowered by Perk. But I said, I was curious. I said, well, ma'am, what event is that? She said, the Black Hair Expo, it's upstairs. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know my do is right. You know, back then I had, relaxed hair and and it was straight and flowy hitting my shoulders my own you know not that there's anything wrong with we would but this was my hair I had got them done my hair you know my hair was always done but you know when you keynote you got to make sure that that thing laid so I made sure my hair was laid and I said the black hair expo she said yes it's upstairs I said I'm I'm I'm, I'm not here for the black hair expo I said, I'm here for Empowered by Purpose. She looked right at me and said, well, we don't have your name tag. And my colleague motioned to say something else and I put my hand up to him not saying, she looked right back down. I put my hand up, don't you say nothing. And I gave him the eye, don't you say nothing. And I said, but ma'am, how would you know I don't have a name tag if you don't know my name? And she said, well, what's your name, hon? And I said, Tracy, before I could finish, she said, I don't have a Tracy here. 
And I had already seen out of the corner of my little eye, I spy. My name tag was over there, Mark, keynote speakers. Now, I was the keynote speaker. There were keynotes, or should I say, there were uh, guest speakers that were doing breakouts, but I was the main event speaker. And so I said, oh, no, man, you're right. My name isn't here. My name is over there. I am Tracy Mack. I felt like Sidney Poitier. I am Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> I am Tracy Mack. I said, my name tag is over there. And she turned 55 shades colors. And I didn't care. Because she was bold. Then, baby, be bold now. But I didn't cop a tune. I didn't tell her all. And when they gave my colleague his name tag, they put it in his hand. When she reached over and got my name tag with all those ribbons going down the name tag, VIP access, lunch, uh, all kind of, you know, the ribbons where they got all the, look like rainbow colors. <laughs> she put my name tag on the table. And I said, okay. Now people will say, oh, that's not just because you're black. Well, why else? Give me another reason. So I just kindly took my name tag, put it on, and I kept my cool outwardly. But inwardly, that helped me. Made me second guess, was I enough? I could not let her see it. And neither could I let my colleague feel it because this was a black woman moment and he wouldn't understand. But I had to make up in my mind in that moment. First of all, I have to be my message. I am empowered by purpose. Then I had to know I am who I am. Now I am Tracy Mack, but I'm more than the letters of my name. But between that registration table and what seemed like a long walk to the door where my colleague opened it for me as a gentleman should, I had to make up in my mind, am I enough for this? Am I enough woman? Am I enough black? Probably not to her. Come to find out later, she was uh, hired. They used an outside service to work their tables. So she was contracted. Thank God it wasn't the vibe of the people who I was speaking with, even though most of them did not look like me. Their purpose was to incorporate diversity. And there were probably a few in the audience who may have felt the way she did. But I had to make up in my mind that I am enough. And when enough is enough, it is in every way, shape, or form. But you got to know what you're enough for. Because people will use their lenses and their filters to make you too, too. Now, you know what I mean by too, too, right? You're too short, too tall, too fat, too thin, too black, too white, too dark too light, too country, too city, too loud, too quiet, too deep, too shallow, too spiritual, too carnal. You cuss too much. You pray too much. You drink too much. You eat too much. You don't eat enough. You go out too much. You don't go out enough. You're too friendly. You're not friendly enough. Honey, they will have you 
crazy as a bed bug. They will have you not knowing if you winding your butt or scratching your watch. If you let them. If you let them. But you have to know that when enough is enough, it is. But you got to know what you are enough for. You got to know. You have to be able to lead your life. Now, we all possess leadership qualities in some way. In some way, shape, or form, all of us lead something or somebody, or at least we should. And let me say this, not only should we all be leaders, but we all should also be followers. Because a leader that does not follow anybody, you should always second guess that person. Because a leader who does not follow anybody is either going to be egotistical, they're going to be abusive or controlling. One of the three egotistical, abusive, or controlling. I talk about that in uh, the class I teach on leadership optimization. But in that class, we talk about following. You should always follow somebody because you're not a subject matter expert on everything. Yeah, you're a subject matter expert on what you know that you know that you know or what you are enough for. But you're not a subject matter expert on everything. And in order to have good relationship, you have to have leadership and followership to have fellowship. I talk about that too. But you have to know what you are here for, what you're here to be and do. I talk about it in the Book of Purpose, my 2013 Amazon bestseller sitting right there on the shelf. Can you see it? There it is right there. The Book of Purpose, the U Testament. Who are you here to be? People get tired of me talking about purpose. Some do. Some crave for it. You know, it's like the scripture says, creation is groaning waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. One of the ways I manifest that I'm a son of God is by authoring the book of purpose. Some people crave it. Some people tired of talking about purpose. Those are people who don't usually aren't living on purpose because people who live on purpose, and I don't mean just the letters in your name. I know who I am. I am Tracy Mack, but that's just what they call me. I know who I am beyond the letters of my name. I know who I am, the essence of my who God has me here to be, the attributes of God that I am. And that's what I help people do, discover theirs. I know my missions. I know what I'm enough for. I know what I'm not good at. I'm not good at marketing, promotion. I'm not good at uh, uh, doing uh, painting, drawing. I'm not a good lead singer. I'm a real good background singer and I'm a real good arranger. But lead singing, I'm mediocre. I'm not putting myself down. That's the fact, Jack. Put me on the mic. I'll be six feet from the front. I'll back somebody up on alto antenna in a heartbeat. I don't have to be out front. When there's a better voice, use that one. I know I'm not a good athlete. Never been an athlete at all. Never. I can't draw my, I draw my figures and draw, I still draw six figures like I did in the fifth grade, third grade probably. It has not evolved. I don't know how to paint. A lot of things I don't know how to do. I don't know accounting. I'm not good at math. I can count money. <laughs> A lot of things I'm not good at. And I know what I'm not good at which is why I illuminate what I'm good at. And I'm grateful for that. And then I staff my life accordingly in those areas that I'm not good at. I have people in my life to staff my weaknesses. And you have to be vulnerable for that. But I just want you to know that you have to know you are enough in spite of what other people think. 
because you can't wait on the world to tell you who they are. They'll tell you anything and treat you like anything. You can't wait on the world to establish your credibility. You got to own that thing because sometimes you'll get rejected. You'll be lied on, talked about, pushed around, attempted, pushed around. And that sometimes will bring you to a place where you're like, you know what, I'll create my own. And then that way, because of the hurt or the harm that was done to me, I will know not to do that to everybody else. So in my world, I don't treat people that way. I treat people with kindness and generosity and excellence because I understand what it's like not to be treated that way. So I create a world. So sometimes if, if they don't let you in there, it's got to give you a way to create your own. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Say amen, somebody. Amen. <laughs> I say it myself. But that day, if I had allowed the way that the lady treated me based on whatever her reasoning was, if I had allowed that to determine how I showed up, then my enough would not have been enough. But between the registration table and the green room, I had to rehearse my own keynote speech to myself an accelerated time, because I ain't have time to go look at no notes. I had to know that I was empowered by purpose to be there that day and deliver what I know it was meant for me to say. So I had to be empowered by purpose and I had to know I was enough. Because that day, y'all, that day, not only did I get a standing ovation, they extended my speaking time. And even though I didn't have any books, I got more clients than I'd ever gotten in my life at that point. I had companies, two companies to sign up. And when they signed up with me, they gave me access to their employees. And some of those employees became individual clients, all because I knew that my enough was enough. I did not allow her to doubt, to put doubt in me. She may have doubted but I did. So I had to tell her, I am Tracy Mack. And those weren't just the letters in my name. That was everything that stands in me, in me spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, my ancestors. I had to stand as that 10,000 when she said, well, who are you? I'm enough. If I had had that language then, that's what, what I would have told her. Put Scratch that, scratch that. <laughs> badge out and put enough because I'm enough for me and you because obviously you don't know who you are to treat me that way. You don't have to know who I am, but sometimes people will tell on themselves when they don't know who they are. Hateful people, they don't know who they are. They're ignorant. Greed is ignorant. They're ignorant. They don't know who they are. People who are racist, they don't know who they are. People who are sexist, they don't know who they are. Because when you know who you are, you ain't scared of nobody. Because greed is nothing but fear. Greed is fear masked with money. If you, if you go and tell somebody that, to put my name behind it, quote by Tracy Mack. Greed is fear masked with money. People who hate, who are greedy, who are insensitive, who are racist, who are sexist who have, have any type of fear of anybody else. They're really afraid. 
But when you know who you are, you don't have to be afraid of anybody else. When you know that you are enough, you don't have to be afraid of anybody else. And you can stand up in it and scream, not be loud, not be brassy. But in the words of Beyonce, I said before, be able to say, I was here, here to be and do what? So when you scream, your scream ain't ignorant. When you hear to be strength and class and royalty and authenticity and moxie and excellence, that you're screaming with brilliance. You're screaming with excellence and kindness and gentleness and all those wonderful things that make us the beautiful Black women we are and those who love us makes them the beautiful people they are as well. So remember, when you're enough is enough, baby. It is. Much love and peace. I'm Tracy Mack. You've been listening to Black Women's World Podcast, the DWWP, brought to you in part by Tracy Mack Solutions for Life Institute Coaching and Training Services. No doubt you have enjoyed being in our world, and it doesn't have to stop here. Head on over to blackwomensworld.com. This is my personal invitation to you to stay connected with me on social media and more. I'd love to see you there. And I'm so grateful you came to be with me here. Invite someone else to join you in our queendom next time so they can feel the vibe of our tribe of Sister Nistas and Sister Nista lovers too. Remember to be kind, be authentic, be generous, be excellent, be grateful. And while you're at it, go ahead and be extraordinary because that's just what Sister Nistas do on purpose through mission with passion and compassion. It's a black woman's world, baby. And you, my sister Nista, are proof. I'm your self-discovery companion, your professional peacemaker, and your host, Tracy Mack. Wherever you are in the world, may you love and be loved by somebody. Peace.